Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our podcast, I explore topics we all face in today's work environment, offer practical guidance on how to get through, and talk with exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. I'm excited that Pamela Coleman Davis is joining me again to discuss another essential career topic, which is we're calling the formula to providing value at work. So as a reminder, Pam is a 25 plus year corporate veteran who has personally successfully navigated extraordinary change throughout her career. She was uh, able to ensure that she was always providing value to the organizations that she works with. And now she's sharing her experience and expertise as a leadership coach. So Pam, welcome. And thank you for your willingness to share what I know is going to be invaluable information to our listeners today. Thank you so much. I'm I'm excited uh, for this particular conversation. So I, before I jump in the, uh, on this one, Pam, I thought that it would be helpful to share uh, some back, some information or data to put this topic into context and to s- kind of set up the great guidance and information that you're going to share. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to to start there if, uh, and get started. Sure. Okay. So it, when we're talking about things about what something is, it's sometimes more helpful to initially think about what it's not. And and so that's where I'm going to start. When when we think about what uh, value is not in the workplace, uh, because sometimes a lot of us think this is showing value. So I wanted to show that we need to go beyond some of these things, like just being busy and doing stuff or checking things off of our to-do list. And it, it's not to say that we uh, aren't going to be busy when we're adding value. We may be even busier, but I think it'll become clear in our discussion that we need to make sure we're doing the right things, not just doing stuff. And that that extends to our job description responsibilities. We're going to talk about how those are kind of table stakes and those are expect those are, are givens, if you will, that... Uh, our employers know that we can do the technical piece of our job because we've acquired the right education or uh, skill sets and those types of things. To we need to make sure we're not just attending meetings. We all want to be in the know, and that's really uh, important. And we want to be able to contribute, but we need to manage our time in a way that we're attending the right meetings and not just going to every meeting. All the way to making sure that we're not just reacting to requests. And we're all of this is going to become more clear, but I thought it would be helpful to say, well, all these things do add value. And we'll, I think we'll help people transform their thinking that these things, it's not that you're not going to do them, you're going to do them differently. So with mm-hmm. that, what then what is this value thing? Well, it's contributing to the success of our employer or organization. And in some way, uh, making the company better, whether that's financially or culturally, making it a uh, you know an even superior place to work. So to help our listeners uh, visualize this, let's go through a couple of examples of of what adding value means. It could be awing our customers, you know, giving a uh, ensuring a delightful experience for our customers, 
uh, ensuring that we deliver on what we promise, to uh, saving money. Maybe we're in procurement and we're able to renegotiate some some of our rates of our service providers, or in our day-to-day job, we discover we're paying for something that we no longer need. So any way that we can help lower expenses and save money for our organization. And then the offset to that is increasing the top line, right? Revenue and driving higher sales. Maybe we identify a new customer segment that could benefit from our products or services, or we uh, determine that there's a way to sell deeper into an existing customer or service. So raising the, the cash, if you will, of our organization to improving our product quality, uh, making that could, we may identify something that's frustrating about how to use or experience our service, use our product or experience our service, and we make a recommendation on how to improve it. That probably turns into a more awing or delightful customer experience. So they're all a bit interrelated as well. To enhancing a process, maybe uh, it's very tedious to submit a, a, a travel expense report or to, I don't know, set up our, our benefits or something that we, as we uh, add value or, and there, that could be an internal customer frustration that we can enhance some internal process or some external process about buying a car and making it less time consuming to sit in a lobby for four hours, not knowing what's going on while you're buying it to capitalizing on a new opportunity. So throughout our knowledge that we gather from work, we may, again, identify a new customer segment that we could go pursue, and that's capitalizing on a new opportunity and increasing sales to maybe we identify a new technology that we could integrate with our service or, or experience to anything that could make our our customers happy, happier and more delighted. So we, we need to continuously look for ways to take advantage of new opportunities and then deliver value back to our organization. So hopefully that helps people visualize a little bit what value means in in the workplace. And now to add value, then we do need certain skills, right? And we typically in our career have two primary goals or desires. One is to get a job and we need specific skills to get that job. And that's our technical expertise or our technical knowledge whether it's uh, maybe we have we're an accountant or uh, in finance, so we've studied accounting and you know maybe actuarials for insurance industries to marketing and sales or you know engineering across all all engineering disciplines, whether it's civil engineering or software engineering. But we've gathered, we've invested a, a lot of time, often and money into mm-hmm. developing very specific technical skills. You know, I was an accountant early on. Uh, I my, my undergraduate is in accounting and then I became a marketing person. So I needed to invest twice. So I needed to gather different technical skills. But then when we start to, our, our once we get a job and our goal or desire changes to ensuring that we perform well and, and ultimately succeed in that job, the skills expand beyond our technical skills. And it's what's categorically referred to as soft skills. And there's a lot of confusion, not confusion, but a lot of wondering around, okay, what is this soft skill stuff? There's a lot of, there's also a lot of uh, right now, 
really driven by the what has been referred to as the great resignation and just general job opportunities. There's there are a lot of people that are starting new jobs. And what's evolving in that process is the conversation is shifting or expanding also. And it's not just now if you're having that conversation uh, in you know interviews or even even job descriptions are starting to refer to soft skill desires. It's shifting or expanding from yes, I know you can you've you've acquired the technical skills. I feel good about and confirming that you have the technical knowledge or subject matter expertise. But tell me now, how did you go accomplish goals? And how did you interrelate with other people? And, you know, how did you help drive the organization to greater success? And those conversations are now not only skills, are, those soft skills are not only needed to perform well and succeed, but they're now starting to uh, evolve and be asked and discussed in when we're trying to get a job. So yep. that's a long-winded way of me saying that they're very important. And then, so then everyone's like, okay, well, what are they? And you and I've discussed uh, this study that I think is very telling with McKinsey and company who completed a, a survey, an analysis that defined the top required skills for 2022 and beyond. And at the heart of them, it's really about how we think and how we, and how we interrelate with others. So if I needed to distill this chart down and they did go so their specific categories are cognitive skills interpersonal skills and self-leadership in digital and i think digital this is my speculation and you may disagree with me pam that the digital piece is just because of where we are in society and the the of evolution of technology and we all need to be digitally minded i think uh in the next year that may get folded back that's going to become part of our technical skills if you will but these other skills that I'll, I'll just still down into a little bit higher categories will always be relevant to what we're going to talk about here in, in a minute about we need to we need to know how we go about thinking and how we process information. And then we need to have mental flexibility. Some people refer to that as being agile or uh, 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 um, being adaptive, but we need to be able to take in information and change and know what to do based on that change. We need to communicate effectively. We need to be a team player and collaborate effectively. And then we also need to, uh, the self-leadership, I think really encompasses our self-management and our emotional management and stress management, but as well as owning our careers and how we go about achieving success. So with that as a setup, Let's talk about this formula thing that we're here to talk about. So to what we what we started with is okay, I want to get a job and I have these technical skills. So it's you must have subject matter expertise. You need technical skills, you need your intelligence is critical and of course it's a baseline and starting for any job. But now in addition to knowledge, we add to that how we work and how we relate. So those three elements or components or portions of the formula or, you know, equation, if you will, are knowledge plus how we work plus how we relate. And if we understand all of that, we can absolutely add great value to our organization and employer. So one more piece of the 
consideration. And then we're, I'm going to let Pam like really sh- tell us what we need to do here. <laughs> so let's equate this back to our desires, this formula again. So again, getting a job, that's about our intellect and our, our knowledge of a specific subject matter, matter expertise. It's our job competencies and our technical skills. Then on the how, you know, when we want to perform well and succeed side of the equation, that's where our how we work and how we relate come into play. In the next episode, Pam will explain for us what this all means. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.